0: Hey guys, welcome back to another Trucking Made Successful podcast, where I teach about the trucking industry, the freight market, and how to deal with this mess we are in. So today will be a little bit different, and I think that this podcast, and of course the video on the YouTube channel especially, will give us all an opportunity to kind of speak our mind, share our experiences, and maybe give some insight to brokers, Yes, brokers. Now, you guys know me when it comes to this topic. I do tend to rant, but I will try to keep it as educational as possible. Mm -hmm. So over the past week, I have received emails on a topic that I really never thought I would see. I had 12 brokers. Yes, I counted because I'm petty. Either looking to enter this industry or looking to improve their positions reach out to me with basically the same question. What can I do to build or improve my reputation with carriers? Now, this shocked the crap out of me because while I have had brokers reach out to me in the past here and there, such an influx of the same question in a short period of time tells me that brokers are starting to prepare for the impending turn of the market. So let's chat about it. Now, since this is an educational channel, I thought it would be wise to make this video and educate brokers, as well as carriers, on a topic that they are not very familiar with or not as familiar as they should be. As far as I know, and correct me if I'm wrong, when you go to work for a brokerage, especially a large one, the majority of training is focused on sales, how to keep as much money in the brokerage as possible, and how to find the cheapest carriers. Again, as far as I know, relationship building, etiquette and forecasting based on the psychological environment is not something that is taught. So to the brokers listening, consider this a free lesson that will benefit you in the near future. Also, I'm sure that there will be a ton of amazing advice in the comments on my YouTube channel from other industry professionals, so make sure to read those comments. We all have a lot to say, especially after enjoying what we have encountered over the past 19 months. So yeah, I definitely recommend reading all those opinions. So first and foremost, let's set the stage so that we are all on the same page. The market is like a set of dominoes lined up, one piece after the other. If one piece falls, it takes down the whole line of tiles with it. Think of the general freight market, the one I talk about in almost every single podcast and video, as the first domino tile. The general freight market is starting to see a shakeup. Capacity is leaving, rejections are increasing. Now this tile is about to fall, and when it does, there's going to be a chain reaction which is not going to be to the benefit of brokers or shippers. Now why is the market starting to rumble? It's definitely not because we have a flourishing economy. The market is starting to auto-correct because carriers are simply not able to survive. Now this is important and I'll get back to this in just a few minutes. Let's talk about what brokers rely on when it comes to income. And no, I'm not talking about the amount of freight they get from the shipper, that's just too general. Brokers have two avenues, the contract market, and the spot market. We know for a fact that the contract market follows the spot market, but with a delay. So this means that as contract rates get renegotiated this and next year, which will be based on the current market conditions, we can expect to see those contract rates dwindle. According to FreightWaves, and I quote, As the freight market comes out of the doldrums, shippers may pay higher prices to ship their freight in 2024. However, the next stage of the freight cycle may be much harder for freight brokerages than shippers. Many shippers have started to prefer asset-based carriers in their routing guides, which has meant lost volume for brokers. The contract spread will tighten as spot rates increase while contract rates may stay near their floor. This means that freight brokers with freight committed to the contract market will see their margins squeezed. Now, going back to what I was saying, the market is starting to shift predominantly because of the capacity changes. The rates that are being offered are simply not enough to cover the costs of operating a trucking business. As many people in the community said, truckers are the only professionals or one of the only professionals who have seen an increase in expenses due to inflation, while also experiencing a significant decrease in income because the price of transportation is simply not subject to inflation, but rather supply and demand. About a year ago, I made a ranting video about how the rates that are being offered will bite brokers in the behind eventually. And every day we're getting closer to the moment when it happens. Now, we carriers love to blame brokers for it all, but let's look at it logically and remove emotion for a second. Shippers have been using the downturn in the freight market to their advantage. Don't kid yourself, shippers aren't saints who are trying to be fair to carriers either. These are businesses and a business's primary goal is to keep as much in its own pocket as possible. So those shippers that everyone praises, and this is mostly because they're contrasting them with brokers, are not there to make carriers some money. From the logical standpoint, brokers are in a position where they get offered cheap rates from shippers and then offer those same cheap rates minus their own often elevated commission to the carrier. So the question now is this, is it the shipper who is the culprit of these crap rates or is it the broker who takes a crap rate and then takes another additional 30 to 40% off the top and offers that junk to carriers. Or is it the carrier who stupidly agrees to haul loads for a dollar per mile? The answer is, and some of you will probably disagree, shippers are in the clear. Brokers and carriers, however, are the two parties to blame for the crap we have seen in the past two years. Now shippers, they don't set the market rate. They simply can't. They need the freight moved and will pay whatever is required to move it. However, then we have brokers. Brokers who crap their pants because they're afraid to lose the volume to a competitor. So they start underbidding each other. One broker says he can move the freight for 1200. The next broker says that she can move the freight for a thousand and so on. The lowest bidder wins. And then we have carriers who start crapping their pants when the load comes out. The broker who bid $1,000 on a load takes 30% and puts the load up for 700 bucks. And then the carriers start fighting over that just so they can say, at least I have a load. It doesn't matter that that $700 load requires them to cover 500 miles. So what are brokers guilty of? And no, don't give me some emotional answer saying everything. I will tell you what they're guilty of. They're guilty of number one, letting the fear drive them when bidding on loads with the shipper. Number two, taking 30, 40, 50% off the top of each load. And number three, using the down market as an excuse to treat carriers like trash. All of this paired with the fact that many carriers agree to take cheap rates is the reason capacity is not surviving right now. Now, I apologize, a rant is coming, warning, and I need to get it out. I have worked with over 350 different brokers, and out of all of those, I have maybe 50 that I will go out of my way for and provide them with the capacity they need at a fair rate when the market turns. The rest are on my poop list. People are an interesting breed, we get motivated by a lot of things, but there is no stronger motivation than anger, and of course I am no exception. As I said to one of the brokers who emailed me, one of the reasons I'm sticking it out in this market is because I am patiently waiting for the moment when I have the upper hand. It's not something I'm particularly proud of because that's an emotional answer, but The saying here is a taste of your own medicine is a huge motivator for me personally. Once the freight flip starts rippling through the whole market, I have a list of brokers I will shake for everything they have in every load they offer. The only thing I'm not going to mirror is the disgusting way they speak to carriers. I have, had brokers call me the B word. I'm not allowed to swear on this podcast, unfortunately. I have had brokers tell me they hope I go bankrupt. I have had brokers laugh and say F you when I ask for a higher rate. That, in my opinion, is not simply a lack of professionalism. That requires a medical diagnosis. Okay, on to the lesson for brokers. What can you do to improve your reputation? And this is an important question because if you read through the comments under similar videos, you will see that many carriers are simply waiting for the moment you are down to strike you where it really hurts. So if you're someone who is looking into the future and trying to come out on top when everything else is stacked against you, listen up. The market is not yet in a position where carriers have the upper hand. Although I do have to say there are markets where this is the case. One of our step decks was in a market like that today. And I had a blast of a time negotiating while my phone was blowing up, but the market as a whole is slowly moving in a direction that will benefit carriers. And we already know that carriers are simply waiting for the opportunity to get back at brokers. So what I'm going to tell you is something I recommend implementing right now because if you delay it, it's going to be too late. Number one, and this goes without saying, leave your crap talking at home. You're an industry professional, act like one. If a carrier asks for a rate that you think is obscene, saying, unfortunately, I don't have that much in it is much better than laughing, saying F you and hanging up. Those who cuss out carriers are simply burning bridges that they will soon need. Number two, educate your clients. It's your job as a broker to be aware of the current market and the forecasts. Shippers don't set the rates, as I already said. When bidding on a rate, explain the reasons that rates need to be higher and how it will benefit the shipper in the long run. Capacity is being purged and shippers will end up in a situation where they will struggle to move their freight if rates don't start increasing. Number three, understand what you're taking off the top of each load. Yeah, I get that we're all in business to make money, but if a shipper is paying you 250 per mile and you offer the load for 190 per mile on the load board, thereby killing off capacity with your own two hands because you want to pocket more, you're doing your client and yourself a disservice in the long run. This is probably one of the reasons shippers are turning to asset-based carriers to secure their routes rather than turning to brokers. Number four, and this is something 99.9% of you will not want to do, but transparency goes a long way. Currently carriers are motivated to blame brokers for everything. And yeah, there are those that pocket way too much and they don't want to admit it, but I encourage every single broker to be transparent about what the shipper paid, what you took off the top and what you're paying the carrier transparency breeds trust and trust is what you will really need if you want to continue securing capacity in the somewhat near future what every broker needs to understand is that the ease with which they have been getting carriers in the past two years is going to flip drastically not only because trucking companies are shutting down left and right but because of the human factor and the fact that carriers hold a serious grudge against brokers right now, not shippers, regardless of the fact that shippers pay less as well. I can say with hundred percent confidence that the majority of carriers are patiently waiting to get back at brokers for the crap they had to endure. Now, of course, there is not much you can do now about the fact that carriers are shutting down and capacity is leaking out of the market, but you can put yourself in a stronger position to be able to get trucks to move your client's loads. And it all boils down to respect and relationship building. Now, there will be some who will say, F this, F carriers, I'm going to continue doing what I'm doing, and that's totally fine. Just remember, that without carriers you have no clients and without clients you have no income so if you're still of the opinion that acting like this with carriers is okay i encourage you to keep doing what you're doing but don't be surprised when they turn away from you and cost you some hard-earned shippers simply because you no longer can provide the capacity you promised The problem I see with brokers is that they live in the present day every day without a single thought for the future. You know what it's like? It's like walking down a road and looking at your feet instead of ahead of you. By the time you realize that you're walking off a cliff, it's too late. So my final advice for brokers is this look ahead. Over the past two years, getting carriers on loads has been pretty Easy. I hear the phone ringing in the background when I call on a load. All you have to do is post your load and wait for hundreds of us to come to you. The thing is, this is actively changing. What do I predict will happen in the future? And you know, I don't like making predictions, but this is a very likely scenario. The shippers will be giving loads to multiple brokers out of desperation to secure capacity. And all those brokers are going to be forced to compete with each other for carriers. So now not only do you not have the volume because of the crazy competition, you also have a tough time finding a carrier to actually move what you do have, because number one, there are not enough carriers in the market. And number two, you treated a bunch of them like crap. And they remember, of course, I'm not talking about all brokers. I will use R express again, as an example, I love this brokerage. Regardless of rate, they have always been respectful. Same with Molo Solutions. These are two fantastic brokers that I will always prioritize simply because of the respect they showed to my work when they could have easily spat on my face and still got their load covered by someone else. Now, I also ask everyone in the community, carriers, owner-operators, drivers, dispatchers and brokers to think about what your opinion on this is, or share it on my YouTube channel, since here we cannot comment, unfortunately. I get that there will be a ton of anger from both sides, but I would love to see that anger channeled into something that's educational. Anyway, guys, I am looking forward to reading your thoughts if you comment on my YouTube channel, whether you agree with me or not, and I hope that this video provided some insight. I know it was a harsh one, but it's not meant to hurt anyone, but rather give perspective on the realities of the current situation. One of the emails I got said, and I quote, I know you despise most brokers, but and then the question of reputation followed, I don't despise most brokers. I know there are wonderful ones out there, but there are a lot who have killed the reputation of brokers across the board. So I hope that this video helps every single broker who's in it for the long run reconsider the way they deal with carriers. It's going to benefit you in the future. Wishing you all, and I mean all of you, a fantastic day and I'll see you in the next podcast.